And we're rolling. Hi, it's Haley. And Courtney. And we're back for another episode of Thought Balls. I think that we're not going to be able to start any podcast without Haley throwing in either a random um, accent and or weird voice. I'm not even sorry about it. I mean, it's just Haley. That's who she is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's why we love her. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> there should be a longer list than that, but that's... What oh, no, there is. I mean, let me count the ways. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> bow to me. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, I think we're just hopping on here today, and we're going to rant. We're going to bitch, moan, groan, complain, all that kind of jazz. You yeah, know? we don't have any fun game or topic i mean there's kind of a whole topic about what Haley wants to talk about mm-hmm. and i she sent me something at work today um and she'll probably go more in depth in it mm-hmm. in a little bit but mm-hmm. i really like what she has to say on it because she's right <laughs> so I she loves when i say that right i really do i'm telling this this is four hundred and thirty seven thousand oh, since we started dating shut up <laughs> So I'm kind of just going to jump in on it and I'm going to give you a little background story of how I got this way, (laughs) me as a human. So um, back in the day, in I would say like elementary school, junior high era, um, everybody I went to elementary school with, uh, shout out to Noble, um, would probably agree with me that I was a protector of most people. Still are. Yeah. Yeah. There was a couple girls in my class that were getting picked on by a boy, and they didn't know what to do, so I handled it (laughs) in a kind of bully way. So, like, I get, like, I hate myself for that now. It's whatever. If we are friends now, we work through it. Um, But I I definitely am a protector of all. And um, so then that moved into junior high era, where um, I was still a protector, but then, I mean, everybody hits those awkward junior high years and, like, you start feeling away about yourself. And so I didn't, I didn't protect myself as much as I should have. Um, and then it hit high school and I actually, I actually met my best friend, Nicole, who actually molded me in a lot of ways how I am today. Can I sidebar on yeah. Nicole? Yeah. She is got to be the like biggest ray of sunshine for sure in anybody's life. For sure. She is the like best hype woman that anybody could ever have. You send her so a picture much. and she will send you like three paragraphs of compliments yep. and like it's over the top, extraordinary, absolute love. Mm-hmm. And She's such, she's just such an amazing person. So perfect. Like, I need to read a little bit of this. So I sent her a picture of this outfit I bought the other day. And this is just part of what she said. Um, Hello, 1-800-MY-BEST-FRIEND-IS-HOT-AS-FUCK. Call the Red Cross because my best friend is literal fire and she needs, needs assistance in dealing with her absolute fire body. Yes, Crime Stoppers? I like to report a murder. My best friend has murdered everyone with a stunning outfit. Wow, 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 wow. So I'm telling you, <laughs> very dramatic, but the best way. Like, yeah. such the best way. And not only that, but she just she's such a caring person and she's For a sure. wonderful mom. Amazing and mom. she has... 
two spectacular children. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she's just great. I just mm-hmm. wanted to say that before you went on because Thank I don't, you. I don't think that they got the full picture without explaining. That's true. How Nicole is. Nicole is a beautiful, beautiful person, and I'm so glad to call her my best friend. Um, but okay, got to get my thought back here. Sorry, it's okay. Um, okay, so going back to Nicole is that um, <clears throat> we've had a weird friendship starting from the beginning it, it's a long story that i'm not going to get into but um she is the one who realized that i wasn't standing up for myself as much as i should have so she's the one who taught me like you need basically in her words be a bitch you gotta be a cold-hearted bitch or you're it's gonna be hard to get through life and i learned that at a very young age which it sounds it sounds harsh, so don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I get it. It sounds harsh. Um, but I definitely eased it up. Granted, we were 14 and 15, so, like, <laughs> saying bitch was, like, cool anyway. So, like, we swore. Um, so that's kind of where my montage has gone in my life. Like, you need to help other people and, like, care for other people and definitely make other people happy but you have to make yourself happy first Mm -hmm. and going through that I when I got through high school like my junior and senior year I I I try to be a fixer I'll just put that out there I try I try to fix people whether they need fixing want fixing it's a bad habit I'm not gonna lie it's truly I'm the same way it it comes back and bites me in the ass and I hate it most times but um There's one friend I had in high school who I thought needed saving very hard. And she did. And who knows if she would admit it these days. But um, definitely needed saving. And so I jumped right in and I started a quote-unquote Haley's Bitch School. So she was getting bullied. Her quote best friend at the time was literally the meanest human. And like I... You can't, how are you mean to your best friend? Like, I don't understand that. Like, I, I have two best friends, which I'm very lucky to say that I do, but I have two best friends and I could not imagine like having an ounce of meanness towards them. Unless we're like arguing about something petty, obviously they're like my brother and sister, but like, how can you be mean and like hurt somebody? Like it blows my mind. Um, so we went through that and I basically passed her because she learned how to stand up for herself and she dropped that friend and like me and her became closer friends and we worked through things and all that jazz. But um, that just keeps going on in my life how I, I'm realizing the older I get and the more life situations I get put in that you always you need to put yourself first. Yeah. You no matter no matter what type of person you are, whether you're a people pleaser or not, like you have to put yourself first. And um I I've learned that a lot through my older years and especially going into the career world and different jobs that I've had and different bosses that I've had and like I um the reason I brought this up today is because um one of my coworkers I'm not going to name anybody, but one of my coworkers is such a beautiful human, such a beautiful soul, wants to do everything to make everybody happy, works their ass off to do that, but then 
hurts himself in the long run so many people you work with you're not wrong with such gems i do i i i work with such a family like we all really love each other and like we all really care about each other which so much is great i truly do love it but um uh, like, so which one is it? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> We're not naming names. No naming but, names. <laughs> but it's hard to tell with, with that description. <laughs> right. But I'm like trying to explain to them how like I understand that you're trying to do the best that you can, especially because a whole bunch of shit's changed at work. Like you get a new position, you want to mm-hmm. impress people, blah, blah, blah. But you can't you can't uh, try to exceed expectations that you haven't like set for yourself if that makes sense yeah so like y- you can't get like yes don't get me wrong work overwhelms the shit out of me most days like it, mm-hmm. you just have so much to do so little time especially when you're an hourly employee you have 40 hours to get your shit done because nobody wants to pay you overtime <laughs> so it's like oh okay I, I so um so I kind of wrote out a thing for them today of um, of how to like really just stand up for yourself, like the list of rules of Haley's bitch school, I guess. Like I kicked it back to my 16 year old self and, um, I'll just, I'm just going to read the rules to you really quick. Um, you might agree. You might not. You might think I'm insane and like too harsh on everybody, but you know what? I would love to hear your feedback cause I want to see the difference in people because I know I live my life away I know Courtney lived her life a totally different way. Okay, but I feel like you have taught me kind of how to put myself first. I mean, when we first started dating, I was out of a friendship that was pretty toxic for me. And Mm -hmm. the the repercussions of that were still there. Mm -hmm. And... um, and I'm a dweller. Yeah. I am such a dweller. Um, and so I may have been dwelling on that and I had such harsh feelings about it. And now I'm kind of kind of at a point where I'm not letting things like letting that situation weigh on me. I mean, it still does because like who likes losing friends? Right. Nobody. Nobody. But, and I've lost so many yeah, friends in my life. But Trace, you have trust to me. like put yourself first. Always. And then uh, shortly after we started dating, I kind of hit a bump in the road with a very very close friend of mine Mm -hmm. and um that friendship is still not existent yeah and um and it broke my heart Mm -hmm. and that's when Haley at first she kind of coddled me because I'm a sensitive Sally (laughs) and she held me while I cried a lot Mm -hmm. and then she was like pick yourself up yep brush it off mm-hmm. and move on because yep. your happiness is more important. Correct. Nobody care. Like literally nobody cares about the other person. If the, if there's somebody in your life, I'm going to take a hundred of your friendships as an example. If there's someone in your life that hurts you and breaks you, why in God's name would you even try to mend that or keep it or anything? I take friendship relationships just as serious as I take, um, like, significant other relationships, like mm-hmm. me and yours relationship. I almost take it more serious yeah. than our relationship because friends are a different type of love. Mm-hmm. Like, I truly don't know what I would do without my two best friends. Like, right. I, I just... 
I'm like tearing just thinking about it. Like I don't want to think about it. So if that, like I've been broken up with quote unquote by best friends, quote best friends, um, shit four times in the last decade because I, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. They, I, maybe it's my fixing attitude. Maybe it's, I don't know, but I've learned to be sad, grieve about it, and then turn around and just be like, you know what? Fuck off. Because if you don't want to be part of my life and the awesome life that I'm about to live, mm-hmm. then you're missing out. That's yeah. your own fault. Not not my fault at all. And that honestly even goes for family members. I truly, truly, truly believe that. I mean, if anybody knows my background, you know that I don't talk to my dad And that's part of it. I don't... You hurt me in one too many ways. You don't deserve the coolness of my life. So there's my thoughts on that. But um, I'm going to go through this list really quick of um, my seven rules um, that I wrote out today. There's more rules, but honestly, I had a very short amount of time to do it. (laughs) But... um, Here's the list. Like I said, let me know how you feel. Tell me if I'm off base. Like if I'm off base, I want to hear why. Because obviously I've had this ingrained in my mind for so long that like it's kind of how I roll. Um, but truly, like if you if you think I'm off base or have any um, suggestions or anything for me, please let me know. That is what I'm here for. But here's the list. So... One, make you happy. And you is underscore, bolded, italicized, all of the above. It's literally in a color. So whatever your favorite color is, make that every you that you that you hear in this list. Number two, tell other people how you feel. Happy, sad, indifferent, whatever it is. And no matter who they are, tell them. So if I'm upset with Courtney for a reason, I need to tell her. You need to not hoard that in because that just hurts you. That doesn't hurt the other person. They don't know. They, like, you can't be mad at somebody when they don't know that you're mad at them. Like, that's not fair on either level. Um, three, set expectations for yourself and know what you can handle. Don't let someone else tell you expectations higher than what yours are. So and that, this applies for work. Maybe, maybe work, maybe life. I don't know. But say I have a huge goal for myself this year and I think it's a crazy high expectation. But then my boss comes in and is like, you know, you need to set that expectation four times higher because that's what I'm expecting for you. Well, is that unrealistic? Probably because I am trying to push myself the hardest. I'm my biggest critique. So you can't set my expectation four times higher than what I feel that I could possibly do. If that makes sense. Um, what number am I on? Four. Family is forever family is forever more important than work. So yeah. So I take this as if you have kids. Like never be you should never, ever, ever be afraid to have to leave work or feel like you're gonna fall behind or something to take your kid to the doctor. Or if your kid wakes up barfing one morning and you need to stay home because it's your turn and your husband needs to go to work or your partner or your wife, like whatever. You should not have to worry about that. You should not feel bad about that because your family forever comes first. You had those kids 
probably for a reason. I'm not going to quote anybody, but you probably had them for a reason. You wanted a family and that's how it has to do it. You have to, you have to share. So, um, five, don't let work make you cry ever. It's not worth it. Like I said before, our jobs can be extremely overwhelming and I get that. I get that wholeheartedly because I get overwhelmed. But if something like that makes you cry and that just makes, it controls your emotions, you can't. Like, it, you can't let something like that control your emotions. I understand that we're an adult now and we're in the working world, but just because it's your everyday 40-hour-a-week life doesn't mean that it needs to make you miserable. You need to find something that makes you happy. You need to find something that will only make you cry, I don't know, once a quarter instead of three times a week. <laughs> like, I mean, you can always cry if you get overwhelmed. That's the type of person I am. If I'm angry, I will cry my eyes out. I will bawl because I don't know how else to hold my emotions in. Ask Courtney. I cried last night. <laughs> um, six, if you feel overwhelmed about anything... Walk away. Do something that makes you happy. Listen to music. Go on a walk. Sit in your car and smoke a cigarette if you're a smoker. Like, do something that makes you happy. And then come back, kick ass, and take names. You just need to get away. And like I say a hundred times, I I know this list is a lot for work, but like I said, I was for a co-worker. But you can't, you can't let like your occupation make you unhappy you can't you can't live in unhappiness just because you're stuck in a building for eight hours a day like yeah you need to do something that makes you happy the amount of times i go on walks at work or just get up and like walk around the cube office or like even just put in my airpods and jam out to a few cardi b songs and (laughs) stand up and like pretend like i'm twerking like Just something for like 15 (laughs) seconds to make you feel better. That's all you need. Um, And the last one that I have right now is make other people happy. And I put this is still way too high on the list. I still feel like there's multiple other things that need to go above this because there's other things in life that will make you happy before you make somebody else happy. So, Mm. I mean, even you being happy is making somebody else happy. Like if Courtney's happy, I'm happy. Of course. Because I love her. And if something makes her happy, I'm obviously going to try to keep doing that thing or take her to a place that makes her happy. Like, people people suck a hundred times over, but people also care about people they care about. If yeah. that makes sense. Yes, so it does. I just, that's my list. And I just want to add at the end of that, I appreciate all of you humans and you're all beautiful souls whether you think so or not, you need to make sure that you put yourself first because you are the most important. Yeah. And I I don't care how big of a people pleaser you are. You have to put yourself first. Being a people pleaser is sometimes one of those, um, what do they say, like the double, double-edged sword. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's like... And my mom used to yell at me all the time in high school because I would bring home wounded birds all the time. That's what she called them. She was like, they're your broken birds that Mm -hmm. you got to fix their wings and then let them fly. Mm -hmm. And I never wanted to fail. And there was this one girl that I was, um, I, I was friends with her 
we hung out at school. We never really hung out outside of school. And, and she had kind of a rough home life and, um, wasn't doing too well in school. And we had study hall together. I would, and, and I'm me being somebody that didn't do the greatest in school. I mean, I was probably like BC average kid. Like I did not excel in school Mm -hmm. whatsoever, but I knew that she was struggling and she didn't really have the home life that, you know, you go home, you do your homework and you don't have distractions. Maybe she had a lot more distractions or had no really, she had more freedom, I guess, to like go and do what she wanted and didn't have structure. And I mean, my parents weren't home a lot in the evenings, my mom worked two jobs and then I went back and forth between my parents' house. So I didn't have a whole lot of structure, but I always had the like discipline in the back of my head. Like I have to do my homework. That was just the way that I was raised. And Mm -hmm. I never really wanted to vary away from that. Mm -hmm. Um, But we had study all together and, and my main goal every day was to help her study and to help her do her homework. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that would be me doing her homework for her because Mm -hmm. I was that much of a fixer. Yep. Um, I get that. And, but I, I did, I helped her study. I helped her get her grades up Mm -hmm. and helped her turn in all of her late assignments. And I felt like every day I was coming home and be like, mom like this is what we did today like she's on the right track like this is gonna be good and she ended up graduating high school um and i was extremely proud of her i think i cried more on her graduation day Mm -hmm. um knowing and i mean we weren't close at the time of our graduation which was kind of sad but um i just remember i had a feeling in in my gut that it was like i'm just so happy that Mm -hmm. she made it because i didn't know what sometimes if she would right and um But in those times that I was fixing her, my grades were slipping. My homework assignments were late. I wasn't studying for my tests. I wasn't preparing myself. Mm -hmm. And so I was helping her, but I was only hurting Hurting myself. Correct. And not only did my schoolwork struggle, but my, my, like, anxiety, I was always anxious about, I wonder what she's doing outside of school. I wonder if she's okay. Mm -hmm. I wonder if she's doing her homework. I wonder how she's doing in this class or this class. It was like consuming me Mm -hmm. just because I cared so much. Mm -hmm. And I'm still that way. I mean, when I did my little um, stay, my um, all-inclusive stay in the hospital, (laughs) 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 my mom said, my mom literally (laughs) was my mom gave me one rule going into there because I mean my mom brought me and I'm forever thankful for my mom bringing me but she gave me one rule she said Courtney this weekend is for you fix yourself don't fix anybody else Mm -hmm. so I go in there and I am scared shitless being in here because who wants to go to the loony bin and i hate people calling it the loony bin but i can call it the loony bin because Because you've been there i've been there right um but i was there for less than two hours before i made a friend who i began to fix because (laughs) um she was there and she had to do some 
paperwork for her parole officer. Mm-hmm. And she had slight Parkinson's. And so she had a hard time writing. So I was like, you know what? I got nothing better to do. <laughs> Let me write out all of your papers for you. Let me write out all of your papers and take care of it, you know, because this is what I do. I fix things. Um, so my first, my mom's first visit to come see me, um, and she walks in and she's like, so how are you been? I was like, I made a friend and I'm helping her. And she's like, damn it, Courtney, I gave you one rule. (laughs) (laughs) So she's always, she's always harped on me about that, but I can't help it. That's, you know, I feel like my life journey is to help others in every sort of way. Right. And I agree wholeheartedly like i'm i'm the same way like i say to like put you first and to do everything to make you happy and better but i'm also one of the biggest people pleasers you'll ever meet like and that's just a type of my love language also like my i mean you have the five was it five different love languages Mm -hmm. um and i mean i know courtney's is like physical touch and words of affirmation that's the word i was looking for (laughs) and mine's the complete opposite mine's like do things for me that i don't want to do myself love you (laughs) like the amount of times that i'm like gone or like work late or something and i come home to like a clean apartment or the dishes washed or my laundry folded that's literally the nicest thing that anybody could do for me because i don't want to fucking do it straight up like tonight Haley's supposed to do the dishes all week I am. Because I cleaned her bathroom. Correct, because I hate that. But we went to dinner, and now we are home. It is a little bit later than we are normally awake. Yeah. Um, But when she was gone picking up Mia, I decided to do the dishes for her because I just wanted to tell her that I loved her. And, it was and I know sweet. that's how she likes to hear it. Yep. And it's beautiful <laughs> because I had a lot of dishes left that I didn't want to do, but... I made a promise that I would do the dishes for a week. I only have two days left. <laughs> it's been a long seven days, guys. But. No, but um, I'm I'm thankful for what you've taught me already. And um, maybe I will have to learn more because sometimes I can be a little bit too open with people and accepting of apologies and... Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Sometimes it's hard because for me, forgiveness can be such such a key to somebody else's like journey. I mean, yes, but also, but this is where I was saying to have anybody comment and let me know if I'm off base because in my mind, like we were just talking about this yesterday um, about how I can't. I can't wrap my brain around, you can forgive somebody, great, fine, whatever, but I can't wrap my brain around allowing somebody that broke you to come back in or just allowing somebody who broke you to pretend to be nice again. Like they, they are certain type of people. If you are my best friend and you hurt me and break me, Mm -hmm. You're a type of person now. Like yeah. who who can do that? Yeah. And I I don't I don't understand and the fact 
that people like I mean if you have and it's worked for you amazing I am so happy for you that is awesome but I'm just saying in my experience it's never worked and it's always bit me in the ass because I've always tried to go back Mm -hmm. and I just get hurt more and I just drown more and I get more depressed and like it's just it's not worth it because then that's when I flip the you need to do you yeah trigger like you have to you have to get through this you have to be mad you have to be sad but you're gonna pull through and Mm -hmm. you're gonna find somebody else you're gonna find another friend yeah finding friends as adults suck yeah oh my gosh but like you'll find somebody else (laughs) i have such a hard time with that Mm mm-hmm so far, the only friend that I've made is Tiffany, and as you guys have probably heard, she's an amazing human, but um, she's kind of the one that guided me to forgive, and... Oh, so she's going to disagree with me on this whole podcast. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't say that. I think that um, in a, in a situation that I was in where I had to... That, that something was weighing heavy on me um, and I couldn't decide if it was something that I just had to shove down and kind of forget happened or reach out, speak my peace, forgive them without them saying an apology mm-hmm. to help myself move on. She kind of guided me to doing what I felt was necessary. Right. Doing I was going to say, and everybody's going to do something different. Because if that yeah, was me, yeah. if that was me, I would have pushed it down. Yeah. And I would have suppressed all memories, which is why I'm in therapy. See, but the thing is, is when I suppress things, I have wicked dreams. The more I suppress, the more <laughs> I dream. See, I think. And I was exhausted. I bet. I bet. I mean, maybe that's why I dream all the time. But I feel like I started suppressing things when I was like, five and my house burnt down like i feel like that was my first like traumatic experience and i was mm-hmm. like let's never remember this and then i just suppressed it suppressed it good suppressed every memory whether it was good or bad <laughs> like i just i have no memory ever yeah. no i uh but i i just had to forgive and um i don't understand still certain things that happened and that's okay but i knew that in my heart there was just so much burden hanging on to something that wasn't going to make me a better person for like pushing you know what i'm saying like yeah no i get it like it wasn't helping me it was only hurting me so i made that step to forgive Mm -hmm. um and i kind of without i don't i mean it's i don't think it's a new year's resolution or anything like that but um i just want to not be so like spiteful like i i because i'm a dweller any bad friendship that i've ever had i have hung on to with such anger that like I mean, fresh out of high school, like my first year out of high school, I stopped being friends with my best friend that I had been friends with since sixth grade, Mm -hmm. Um, was super close with her and her family. And I, up until recently, was hanging on to that with with such a grip 
with such anger that I, I, like I said, I had so many dreams about it, like Mm -hmm. that they were hurting me and it was affecting me. But like, what's the point? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And then any friendship after that, I'm like, they hate me. I hate them. I hate the whole situation. It hurt me. They hurt me. But I read something where it was like, I accept the fact that I was a guiding light in some people's lives or hurt people. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that in some situations I've been a poor friend or I have probably hurt people or hurt people's feelings without intentionally doing that. Or maybe Mm -hmm. I did when I was younger and I was not the best type of person. I feel like as I've grown, I've gotten better. Um, But I feel like it's, a balancing act. Like I accept that I've been that way. So I need to accept that other people have hurt me. I have this thought process because I was just talking about this at therapy the other day and she was telling me, I called it the triangle of death, but she told me it's not the triangle of death, (laughs) but I'm dramatic. But she called it a triangle of something. And she was talking about how I forget one of the words. So bear with me. But like the top of the triangle is the savior Mm-hmm. And then the bottom of the triangle splits in between the victim and, like, the, uh, the, 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 I don't know what word, like, the one who's going after the victim. Like, the bully, basically. Like, the villain. Yeah. But it was a fancier word to begin with a P. I don't. Anywho. I don't word. Um, <laughs> and she was talking about how if you flow into one of those three categories, you're always going to go into another one like you're never going to stay in that category because like if you take a few of my friendships for an example like the like the friend that I saved in high school I was talking about earlier I was the savior for sure she was the victim and then her best friend was the bully or whatever at the time well by the time the friendship was over I in the middle of that whole friendship I ended up being the bully and she was still the victim we had no savior And then by the end of the friendship, I was the victim because she's the one who left. Mm. So, like, you can never... The triangle of death is what I'm getting at. (laughs) Like, you can't... There's nothing good about it. Whether you're the savior or not, you're at some point going to end up being the victim. Yeah. And that's just how life works. It's the triangle of life instead of the circle of life. Mm. But... Yeah. No, I I like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I feel like in some situations I was the savior, I've been the victim, and I'm sure that I have unfortunately hurt people. Right. And if you're listening to this and I have ever hurt your feelings, I apologize. Same. <laughs> well, kind of. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. I just, I really liked what you wanted to talk about. Thank you. And I guess it was less bitching and moaning than I thought it was going to be. I thought I was going to rant. Like, I truly had a rant going on at, like, at like I don't know, 5.30 today. But now it's 10 o'clock and we're recording this. And I, like, ate dinner and played with my dog a little bit and caught up with my old college roommate and, like, all that kind of stuff. And now I'm just, like, mellow. And I'm just like, well, now I just want to say my piece. Yeah. I have no rant. So moral of the story is put yourself first. Mm-hmm. But still allow yourself to love others. Absolutely. Always be kind. Yes. Oh, I just wish that there was more kindness in the world. So much. Everybody needs to listen to Ellen. Be kind to one another, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes. No, I, um, I, I love that I'm at a point in my life that I am a lot kinder to others around me. Yeah. Um, I made myself aware of when my mind was going to pick out other people's flaws. Like if I see somebody that I think their hair looks crazy, right. I'll say, okay. um, or their outfit is a little different. Rough around the edges. <laughs> um, I've made a point to kind of tell myself, like, I mean, does it really matter? Right. It like, doesn't matter. Who cares if somebody's hair is pink, purple, green, yellow, half shaved? And we were even talking about that today when it comes to um, like donating or helping time. Like if you feel the need to donate a dollar to a homeless man staying on the corner of the road, mm-hmm. donate the dollar. No, who cares what he's going to do with it? He might be saving to actually like go get a meal. Mm-hmm. He might run down to the McDonald's and get a McChicken. He might be scamming you and is going to collect a whole bunch of money and go buy a bunch of cigarettes mm-hmm. and turn around and play on his iPhone. Who knows? But if you get that that feeling to do it, yeah, do it. And don't judge. Who cares? Just if you feel it, do it. Not everybody in the world is evil. Correct. Just a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Take everything as it is. Yep. Um, but never be ashamed of wanting to help somebody. For sure. For sure. Yeah. All right. What do a- we have a do we have a quote? I'm getting sleepy. <laughs> it's way past my bedtime. Like literally, y'all, we go to bed at 8:30. Like, I'm not even joking. I go to bed at 8:30. My puppy goes to bed at 8:30. Like, she wants to be in bed three hours ago. Well, two hours ago. Okay. Quote. Um, the quote that we are leaving the podcast with today is don't set yourself on fire to keep others warm. Mm, I love that. Mm-hmm. I thought it fit nicely. It does. So I, uh, I found one real quick before because we decided on the way to dinner that we were going to record this. Correct. So I just wanted to look one up and I found that one. I said it's simple. It's to the point. Yeah. It's what we're talking about. I love it. Um, so... Thank you guys for listening. Mm-hmm. This was a little bit of a longer episode, but yeah, give me your feedbacks if you want. Like, yeah, let us. I will not be butthurt if you disagree with everything that I say. Yeah, I just want to know why. Like, yeah, I, I, I want. I feel like I proved my point or I explained my point well enough ish. Mm-hmm. Maybe that if you if you disagree with me, that is amazing. But tell me why. Like, right. I want to know why. So, um, thank you for listening. Um, yes. You can follow us on Facebook at um, Thought Bubbles, right, is our name. Yes. On there. And then on Twitter at Thought Bubs Pod, B-U-B-S-P-O-D. Um, you can follow Courtney and I on our personal handles, um, Haley Kittle. And what is yours? Um, K underscore Gene 14. That's so long. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, we and then listen to us here on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Google Podcast, and whatever else you guys listen to that you haven't told us yet. Yeah. So, um, thank you all again for listening. Love yourselves. Love everybody. Love. Be is love. kind. Be kind to others. Be kind, and I love you. We love you. Good all night. Right. Bye. <laughs>